Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Man, it feels good to be covering the Arizona Cardinals and not the Seattle Seahawks right now. When, if I would have told you, Bo, in 2018, that the Cardinals in 2021 may be the most stable, at least from the quarterback position in the NFC West, you'd have told me I was taking crazy pills. And that's where we're at right now. Russell Wilson, report from The Athletic came out. Things aren't great in Seattle. They've even put together, Mike Sando was one of them, as a collaborative effort to put the article together, even put a list of trade destinations in place, whether it be Miami, the Jets, New Orleans, etc. We're going to talk about it because come week one of the 2021 season, the Arizona Cardinals may have the best quarterback in the NFC West. And it's bonkers to think, obviously, there's a lot of moving parts, this is still the the beginning of what seems to be a long journey in Seattle, but Russell Wilson could definitely be traded at this point, and that's something that should make Arizona Cardinals fans smile. Uh, Mike Michael Gennetti from Spot Track put out a very interesting uh, projection slash prediction of the free agents on the market ahead of the 2021 NFL season, uh, con- projected contracts, projected locations of where they will land. There's some interesting things, and Arizona is tied to a couple free agents from Michael Gennetti and Track. So we have a jam-packed Lockdown Cardinals podcast today. Let's get right into it with Russell Wilson, Bo. So this this article came out, what, an hour ago? Maybe an hour and a half ago? And it's painting Russell Wilson into a, a role of diva that we never thought we'd talk about. We always thought he was the guy, the consummate pro, the consummate leader on the field, the leader on the sidelines, everything like that, and he bled CenturyLink Field or whatever the hell it's called now, and then now it seems like that relationship between he and Pete Carroll and John Schneider is fractured uh, beyond repair. What the hell is going on? I don't know. I'll help him pack his bags, though. Get yeah. out of here. See Get out of division. Bye. Sorry that uh, the Seahawks did everything they possibly could to make you happy. You get $35 million a year. At the time when you signed it, it was one of the most lucrative in the NFL history. They go out, they find you playmakers in the draft. Of course, 31 other teams missed on DK Metcalf, but you didn't. You brought in DK. And then you you got Tyler Lockett, who's another great wide receiver for, for Russell Wilson. You try to get that run, pass, balance. You get the keys of the offense. Everybody's saying, Russ, let him cook. Let Uh, Russ cook. Stop. Oh, he's going to be an MVP. And then according to this article, he has a couple bad games. He turns the ball over, and he says, I know how to fix this. Let me fix the offense. And they're like, nah, we've got coaches to do that. We're going to work on this. You focus on what you need to focus on. And he gets mad. And it's. It's it's great for the Arizona Cardinals. It's it's the wedding singer and John Lovitz. He's like he's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. Right, Nailed and he slowly it. fades into the curtain. And that, it's it's perfect for the Arizona Cardinals. Get out of here, Russ. Like it, you couldn't take. It's like having a perfect marriage and then just completely just ruining things. Go. I don't I don't understand what Russ what Russell Wilson is camp what they're doing unless he's just tired of, of being in Seattle. Maybe he just wants to be in a bigger media market. I, I got to imagine his camp probably plays a big role in this. And Russell Wilson, Mr. Uh, what was his stupid Mr. Unlimited. He, he's just buying too much into himself. He look, he was integral. If not the most, int- he was the most integral part in their success over the last near decade since 2012, 
Seattle has won, what, no, no less than nine games a season. Mm-hmm. And he's been a guy that uh, I, th- I I would think it's fair to say he's been disrespected as far as not having an MVP vote boat and all that stuff. But at the same token, like you've been paid a massive amount of respect from your organization. They decided to move off of where their success was with the Legion of Boom and playing a defensive minded side of uh, kind of football and geared it towards you. And now you're not happy. I don't, I don't know if but you're not I happy. Mean, yeah, listen, go ahead. Listen, I mean, I've thought about it. And when they traded Max Unger, his trusty center for Jimmy Graham a handful of years ago. Okay. Yeah. That started this long line of years where their offensive line was terrible. And they were like, you know what? Russell Wilson can move extremely well inside the pocket. He's elusive outside the pocket. He runs when the defense gives him that opportunity to get chunk plays with his legs. They haven't – I mean, sure, they signed Dwayne Brown recently, but they haven't done anything for all intents and purposes to protect their number one prized athlete employee. And You you, you utilize draft picks. They have. But, Bo – if they you're were missed, yeah, right. But if you exactly, I mean, it's it, it. This is this hits all too well to home for us with Steve Kime. John Schneider is a terrible drafter. He's terrible. DK Metcalf fell into his lap when myriad teams passed on him. Tyler Lockett, sure, later round pick, fantastic. But when push comes to shove, they didn't do everything in their power to protect their quarterback. And John I, 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 a bad drafter. He drafted Russell Wilson. He drafted Cam Chancellor. He drafted Richard Sherman in the fifth round. He drafted Bobby Wagner. Look like at the, the last the, six years. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. I mean, the, compared to Steve Kime, the guy's like, he's the best architect But in the we're not comparing him to Steve Kime. We're comparing well, I, him to what Seattle's done. Russell Wilson threw the interception in the Super Bowl. Like, he, Russell Wilson is not, is not devoid of blame here. But my point is, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how things could fracture so quickly. When you say the camp, maybe that's a politically correct way of saying it. Where other people are prognosticating as to what's happening. Maybe somebody specific in his camp that's saying you need to speak up for yourself a little bit more. And I don't think he or she is wrong with that. Like Russell yeah, so Wilson has been a great teammate, Bo. Somebody's career created the term that we we're you know hesitantly throwing around Russell Wilson that that created the term diva like it 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 came out of music female musicians right i don't know the, i see more the, to just the, wide receivers cuz we're talking football but i mean but it also it started as far as you know you know it, it's when somebody is more in a career where it's based around one person mm-hmm success of them it's not it doesn't it's not conducive to team sports it's not and Russell Wilson has been a mainstay in Seattle he's been a big part it's it's like I I think a lot of people when you had the conversation and debate about Brady Belichick and and, you know you couldn't say who was responsible for all the success uh, you're gonna have the same problem in Seattle like trying to figure out was it Carol was it was it Ross and it was it was kind of it was both of them right so I I just if you're Seattle, I you'd hate to say like it's that simple, but when you're staring down this guy, when you've done everything you can to make him happy, and even the Jimmy Graham trade, like at the time, Jimmy Graham was uh, this weapon in the NFL that nobody at the time could guard. 
they couldn't figure it out. Like he was just this big athletic tight end making plays in the Saints offense. It didn't work out in Seattle, but it was worth them taking a shot at the time. Um, and then, yeah, it, it does. It, it did kind of get something rolling as far as they had trouble protecting Russell Wilson from their forward. I, man, I mean, but it wasn't for lack of trying or being aggressive on the trade market. And the team's continually done that. Like they went out and they got Jamal Adams last year, who was the most coveted, you know, player on the open market outside of, we didn't know DeAndre Hopkins was available, but be, you know, that was after the, that deal. I, I, I can't, I, I'm on, I'm on team Seattle here. I think that Pete Carroll and, and John Schneider probably are like, well, what, what else can we do? We try to smooth things over, but if we can't, let's just go get yeah. a buttload of picks and try to do what we did and creating that legion of boom. Yeah, no, I agree. And and Russell Wilson, one of the shortcomings for him is, and he's not, this isn't the only guy that's done this. He won a Super Bowl because of his defense and his run game with Denver. I mean, that was pretty much it. He was the, against Denver, I mean, he was, he, he was the game manager. Ben Roethlisberger went through this. Peyton Manning did it in his last Super Bowl when he was older and not younger. Like, it's not an original story. Brad Johnson, Trendilfer, et cetera. Russell Wilson just was able to elevate his career to Hall of Fame level after that, which other quarterbacks ne- not uh, haven't necessarily done. I'm just trying to figure out the root of why Russell Wilson's pissed off. And, and, and you bring up good points where the getting's good now, so what the hell are you talking about? Finally, things are starting. It's like Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, say they didn't win the Super Bowl, and him complaining. It's like from where you were to where you are now, you have so many weapons to use. You have two of the top 15 receivers in the league. You've got one of the better ground games, whether it be Pete Carroll's scheme or talent-wise. Why the hell do you want out? Now, let's shift here. I'm going to ask you one quick question. I want a one-word answer. We'll move on to this Russell Wilson thing because we've talked about this other guy too much. Considering everything, money, contract length, everything, would you rather have Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson? Deshaun Watson. Okay, so that's a no-brainer for you. I mean, it's close. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not throwing Russell Wilson to the curb, mm-hmm. not by any means. But when when stacked up against Deshaun Watson, especially the age, uh. I'll go with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a seven-year difference, and I get that. But, I mean, we're not talking 15 years ago. Russell Wilson's probably going to play 10 more years, barring any sort of sure. catastrophic injury. Deshaun Watson has injury history. Deshaun Watson has won divisions but hasn't won big games in uh, in the NFL. I mean, we know what he's done with his illustrious career in Clemson. Russell Wilson's more of a proven commodity at this point. I, I'm not saying I don't know who I'd take either way. I was just curious about your thoughts. Now, there's a couple trade packages that were in place. We'll talk about this quickly, and then we're going to shift to the Cardinals and their free agent stuff with Spot Track with Michael Gennetti that he put together, which is super interesting. Well, let me ask you this, too. Sure. And, and maybe you can answer it on the other side. Is, is this, especially, and you can throw Deshaun Watson in, is this creating a cautionary tale for the Arizona Cardinals to follow? Well, and we've talked about this. So let, let's touch on this quickly. We've we've talked about this. I asked you this before. We kind of brushed it off because there wasn't a whole lot of empirical evidence, empirical research to be done. Because especially for guys that are consummate pros, leaders on the field, the best teammates in Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, but it does beg the question, if they can do it, why can't anybody do it? You know, and Kyler Murray, we love his ability to stay even-keeled to a fault where it's just you don't know what he's thinking 90% of the time. You know, he just wants to play his video games. He's kind of a he's kind of an introvert. Cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But 
say they go six and ten this year, and he sits down and Steve comes off and says, "Get me out." It's like you have to be ready for everything, and the way to be ready for it is to stay ahead of it and put the amount of talent on the fifty-three man roster on Sundays to where you win more games than you lose, and you keep your quarterback happy. So yes, cautionary tale. Absolutely, it's a cautionary tale for every single quarterback that will play in the NFL from this day forward. Where it's like we're we're getting we're getting quarterback trades like we never thought we'd get. You got to be kidding me. I mean, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff, they're two of the biggest names in football, and they were swapped for each other. Like this isn't draft day stuff. It's this is uncharted waters. So absolutely, of course. I just think that it, it, it can be a cautionary ch- tale. And as far as Houston. It was more avoidable than it was in Seattle. In Seattle, this just seems like it was an unavoidable situation where I felt like they did everything within their power and and without just completely torpedoing a plan that they Snyder and Carroll had in place, that they built and did everything they could to make Russell Wilson happy. So if you ask me, like, would you sign up for the Russell Wilson scenario? Absolutely. There's there's a ton of winning that will have taken place before, you know, the divorce inevitably happens. Like there there will be success in this. It's just at the end of the day, one once a decade, you know, teams, players, they just coaches, they just kind of like they just drift apart. Philo- you know, from a philosophy like a philosophy standpoint, and I think he's just that you can't play scared like that. You can't run your organization like scared like. Well, we're just going to give Kyler Murray right now to avoid everything. We're just going to give him the key to State Farm Stadium to the Arizona Cardinals organization because we want to avoid him down the road being so upset that he wants out. Yeah, I mean, and and if I were to tell you that Kyler Murray's career arc would be like Russell Wilson's, you'd say, okay, we'll take it. And if there's issues, if Cliff Kingsbury ends up being 15% of what Pete Carroll is, you'll take it. You know, I mean, there are things like it's the haves and the have-nots, and the Seahawks have been the haves for the last 10 years because of Russell yep. Wilson. So it can't really be overlooked. Uh, coming up next, Michael Giannetti of Spot Track, uh, uh, he put together this list of free agents, what he projects their contract will be on the open market, and where they'll land. Really interesting where former Cardinals and future Cardinals will land and how much uh, they're worth on the open market. That's next. Locked on Cardinals, but first, uh, we agree for the most part. We disagree on a lot of things, but there's one thing we agree about is that neither of us know anything about cars. Uh, RockAuto.com, it's a family-owned business. It's been around for 20 years. It takes away all of the awkwardness of going to a chain storefront place that says, listen, man, I don't know where the taillights are. I don't know where this part is, and here's the serial number. Can you help me? And somebody looks at you weird because you're supposed to know a little bit more about cars than Bo and I do. That's why rockauto.com is the best. You go there, they have everything laid out. Just search for what you want. The catalog's unique, remarkably easy to navigate. You can see all the parts for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. And the best part, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and it's they're the same prices for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Riveting stuff with Russell Wilson. Um, this isn't – we're not Corbin Smith from Locked on Seahawks. 
some people are <laughs> – I mean, I don't know if I'd want to be Corbin Smith right now or not because if you lose covering Russell Wilson, you may revert back to the 2018 Arizona Cardinals, may have to have an intervention with him just to you know tell him, listen, dude, we've been there and it gets better. But Russell Wilson leaving, Jared Goff leaving fine. Obviously, Russell Wilson's more important than Jared Goff. But not having a quarterback in San Francisco right now, it, not named Jimmy Garoppolo. Matthew Stafford's never played an important game in his career. And there's uneasy uh, waters in Seattle. You're looking at the Cardinals have their quarterback. And the little wins that you need to take if you're, you're the Arizona Cardinals, you need to revel in them. And this is one of them. Even if Russell Wilson stays the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, which seems less and less likely by the second, at least there's unrest. This is what you want. And the Cardinals have been mums the word, but sometimes no news is good news, and no news being good news has never been better for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, do, do you have anything else to say before we move on to the free agent stuff? Like, I know no, that you're, you're Team Seattle for sure. It seems like that. What's that? You're I Team mean, yeah, Seattle sure. on, in, in, during this fight. You know, is it is, is it also just kind of being uh, a little optimistic, the, the idea of Russell Wilson exiting the division and, and maybe Seattle, you know, taking on a, a rebuild? That would also be great for the yeah. I mean, it's it's it is putting things in perspective. I think you did a good job in doing that. It's just like the Arizona Cardinals, despite the colossal failure that they had in dropping the final two games of the season and missing out on you know maybe showing up a little early to the party as far as the playoffs, that they're in a good spot. Like you know, as far as cap wise and players that are not going to hit the open market that are you know pretty important to San Francisco, Seattle, and L.A the Arizona Cardinals are, are in a good spot. And it is kind of interesting to kind of see how things have flip flopped. Like when you, when we were sitting here talking about this last year at this time, it was like the San Francisco 49ers were a juggernaut. Yeah. Like who was going to slow them down? <laughs> Injuries would also the inability to throw a pass 10 yards. And you don't have receivers that can it's even ra- run in your building that are past 10 yards. You got the yak pros. Great. Good for you. That's not going to win you a lot of games. It might look cool because they break a bunch of tackles and make, you know, a bunch of moves, but you don't have good route runners on that. And, and Jimmy Garoppolo is not the solution at quarterback. And then, you know, Seattle, I mean, Russell Wilson, just out of nowhere from the clouds, throwing a wrench into the whole, whole thing. And then was- LA, like we are talking about if, if there was going to be a team that was going to decline from 2019 to 2020, everybody was like, Oh, it's LA. And then LA came in their force. Now they're a Super Bowl contender. Now. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, there's so many, the NFL so fun. It's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the gift that keeps on giving for sure. I mean, unless you're Matthew Judon. Uh, oh, man. Did you see that? <laughs> we won't talk about that. The Ravens can can deal with that on their own. Um, yeah. Michael Giannetti from Track, the best in the business, in, by all accounts, in my opinion, for salary cap information, Spotrack.com, put out a list of 2021 NFL free agents, what he projects their contracts to be on the open market and where they'll land. So let's start with the Arizona Cardinals and they're free agents on the block. And this is super interesting because, Bo, if, if when I tell you these numbers, it kind of it may make you think, well, I mean, the Cardinals can afford to bring them back. Uh, Patrick Peterson is making $14 million last year. His projected contract on the open market is two-year $25 million, according to Michael Giannetti of Track. That's exactly what the Arizona Cardinals would want to sign him. That's not what Patrick Peterson is inevitably going to get, you would think. And they have him ending up in Denver. Kenyon Drake, the projected contract is two-year $10 million. Kind of what you'd want your running back 
contract to be team-friendly if you're the Arizona Cardinals. They have him landing with the Jets, and Hassan Reddick have him signing a three-year, $30 million deal. That's, in my opinion, higher. We'll talk about it in a second. They have him landing with Cincinnati, who's got some cap space. Do any of these surprise you? Do any of these make you a little bit warmer to bringing either of these three guys back? No. Uh, two years, $10 million is too rich, in my opinion, for Kenyon Drake. I think that this rush offense has shown that you can find somebody and not have to pay him a premium price to have success. They just the, – the, the one thing that they do well is, is opening up rush lanes – and I, and I think, you know, Kenyon Drake was fine. He had he hit double digits as far as touchdowns. He was under 1,000 yards rushing. But, uh, you know, if, if at his age, go secure the bag. I, don't, I hope it's not the Arizona Cardinals that are the ones that are giving it to him. Patrick Peterson, when he projects two for 25, I'd be curious how much is guaranteed. I think guaranteed money is probably the most important thing with Patrick mm-hmm. Peterson. Like, because if it's, if it's most of it's guaranteed in year one, and then you can get out in year two if you see another decline in the performance. That's where it gets scary, especially with the guy at his age. And then Hassan Reddick is like three years for 30 million bucks. It's I just they're already paying a lot of money to Chandler Jones. The expectation is that he's going to come back in a contract year and produce where, you know, he didn't as far as having the biceps injury. If he gets back, you're going to get the production. You don't have to pay a premium for that. You could probably couple him with a, a draft choice or somebody at a cheaper price tag. Yeah, I mean, that's a good-for-him contract. Good for you. You know, you you earned it. You Levante Davided it. You're going to get paid. Good for you. Now, it may beg the question, should they franchise tag him to find out one more time if he can put up double-digit sacks, Hassan Reddick could see himself retiring as a Cardinal. You know, like, there's – but, again, this will all depend on what happens free agency otherwise with the other positions of need because although the pass rush is a position of need, it's not the position of need. So, I mean, it, it, again, choose your own adventure offseason. We'll see who's available from the wide receiver group, from the offensive line group, and what they can do with their salary cap and potentially cutting some guys to free up an extra, you know, seven, eight, ten million. Maybe they will have room to franchise tag uh, Hassan Reddick. Coming up next, we're going to talk about some free agents that Spot Track has landing with the Cardinals and what their contract numbers will be. Really interesting stuff. That's coming up next. Alex Clancy, Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. So the NFL's over. Cool. We are three weeks, a little over three weeks away from March Madness. You need a place to go. Bet online's got you covered. They have real time updated odds and odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, whether it be TV shows, reality TV, everything. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use the promo code Locked On. Final segment here. It's been jam-packed today. Like, the Russell Wilson news is its so fun. It's so fun that you can look at a dumpster fire in the NFC West and have it not be that the Cardinals passed on DK Metcalf. And have it be that, you know, the Cardinals lost to two backup quarterbacks in the last three the last two weeks of the season to remove them from the playoff picture. The fact that Russell Wilson may be on his way out, word. I love it. Like that's great. And and it'll be interesting to see what package will come back if he is inevitably traded. The Jets probably can offer the most. Second overall pick. 
Sam Darnold, maybe a first the year after. They have two first-round picks this year. They have their own first. The Jets have the Seahawks' first-round pick. It's a la Miami and Deshaun Watson. If you were to get traded to the Dolphins, they'd get their own pick back for trading Laramie Tunsil. Like, it's a mess, and it's incredible that the Cardinals have nothing to do with it. But the Cardinals will have something to do with the offseason and free agency. And there are a couple names that uh, Spot Track Mike Gennetti had placing in the Cardinals organization. Um, and, and they're interesting names. It's T.Y. Hilton, Bo. Okay. T.Y. Hilton, yeah. two year, $22 million is the projected contract. He's 31 years old. The dude is. Uh, has been a better version of what Christian Kirk was supposed to be since he's come in the league. T.Y. Hilton is small. T.Y. Hilton is very fast. He's one of the best route runners in the league. He's not afraid to go across the middle. He gets injured. He gets hobbled because he's, I mean, he's slight. But the dude can can blow the top off of any defense. So two-year 22. Shelby Harris, a defensive tackle from Denver. Uh, they need help. Uh, Jordan Phillips was fine. And it's funny that this is the contract that they have laid out. Three-year, $30 million deal. Ring a bell? That's exactly what the Cardinals gave Jordan Phillips. Um, And then the other one is Ronald Darby from Washington. Your boy, Bo. He was fine last year. Yeah, he played well. So he he signed a one-year, $3 million deal last year, I think. A bet-on-myself deal. And it seems like it's going to prove a positive dividends for him. Four-year, 36 mil is what the contract negotiation would be. And again, you're right. All of this is predicated upon the guaranteed money, but it hits three needs. If I were to tell you that you'd have T.Y. Hilton 2 for 22 and and uh, Frank Darby 4 for 36 coming in as the two major free agents that the Cardinals bring in, what grade would you give Steve Kime and the Arizona Cardinals for that? C? C plus? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be giving T.Y. Hilton the old – Larry Fitzgerald contract where he's making eleven million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. You didn't see the production last year for the Colts, but no, you're right. I mean, where Christian Kirk failed as far as getting separation on those in the long passing game, T.Y. Hilton certainly has shown that he has the ability to do that, and he's done it a ton of years in the NFL. Like he had, he can take the top off a of defense. I think that he would be a good complement to DeAndre Hopkins as far as the price tag. God, they'd be it's great a, together. I mean, that's just. Would, I mean, that's the thing about DeAndre Hopkins, though, is it's like he would be – anybody would look good next to DeAndre Hopkins. It, it, and then, uh, you know, Darby it would be fine. Like, then when you look at that, like if you had Darby and then you had – you took a guy 16 at the cornerback position, then you're starting to retool, rebuild that that the cornerback, the outside cornerback position, which would be great. And you would hope that Byron Murphy would take another step forward. And, and you're looking good. Of course, you've got Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson – I like the defensive secondary. It's got a better look to it. Uh, and then I, I like I like the Harris. And Harris was a guy that they uh, that Pro Football Focus also tied to the Arizona Cardinals. You know, you, they still need help as far as the defensive line is concerned, and just kind of slowing down. Uh, you know, wh- whether it's the opposing run game or just you know putting opening up you know uh, sack lanes for guys like Chandler Jones. It's going to be important. It's going to be important for the Arizona Cardinals. So I don't I don't have I think that these moves would open up the offseason and especially in the draft to where they can just take the best players available, uh, whether it's corner, whether it's a playmaker, whether it's, you know, running backs. And I'm not talking just specifically about the first round. I'm talking about the entire draft that they can try to 
take some swings for some guys that could potentially make an impact next season. Yeah, and I mean it's. Listen, I I don't and and for the record, Joe he has Joe Tooney going to the Chargers on a four year sixty million dollar deal. So Joe Tooney is going to get paid, and the Cardinals right. may have priced themselves out in one way or another, unless they want to get rid of uh, um, Robert Alford and Justin Pugh, that'll bring up about $15 million. Almost. If that's, yeah, if it's for, if it's the, the, if the question's like, do you do that to get Joe to Thune? Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. that's, that's what you make those moves for because you don't need Pugh. If you've got Thune, like, I, I think that it would be an upgrade and it'd be worth shedding those contracts for that. I don't know. I, I think that that would be a, a a good move for them to make. Also, did you see the one where he had Alex Mack, the veteran center from Atlanta, signing? I think it was with San Francisco, one year, five million. That guy'd be perfect for the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, Alex Mack would Alex Mack, sorry, would be an upgrade at the center position over Mason Cole. Mason Cole could maybe slide over, play a guard position, or it could just be a backup. Um, and I think that would be really a, a great move for the Cardinals. If you, I, I would even pay a little bit more for a guy like Mac, who at one point was one of the best centers in the league. I know that uh, father time has kind of flexed a little bit on him, but still he'd be an upgrade over Mason Cole. That'd be, I think that would be, if he's going one for 5 million, go after him. Yeah. I mean, again, so many moving parts, so many different things. Like I just, the, the Patrick Peterson thing fascinates me and we'll get out of here on this. Like, he may go full on Darrell Revis, Aqib Talib, one year, ten mil, one year, ten mil, one year. I mean, he could be if he's not going to get a four-year deal, which it doesn't look like he will. Um, he may go full on independent contractor and just be like, "Listen, I'll go one year." So, say he plays at a fringe Pro Bowl level this year with Denver, one year, ten million dollars, and then he gets a two-year. Like, there's no way he's signing a two-year deal. He's either getting all or he's getting one. Like, there's no reason to say he's thirty years old. He's not you know, 34 and he's not 28 on a last prove it deal. So that'll be one, fascinating yeah. to me. The thing that's fascinating to me about that is, is in just his whole free agent experience would be if the money's even between the Cardinals and somebody else. Totally. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Yeah. Is he the guy that he says he was, does he truly want to be, you know, the successor to Fitz? But then he's going to go chase just one year deal. Like that's that's talking out of both sides of your mouth. That's what I'm just kind of intrigued by this obviously with P two. I just want to find out if it happened. Yeah, I want to know. I want that to be out. I want that to be leaked. Josh Weinfuss. I want to know. Like yes. I want to know one way or the other. Not just not just as a bashing of Patrick. Like if he truly chooses, if the money's similar to stay with the Cardinals, if it's you know team front, that'd be fantastic. That would completely renovate. His get me the hell out of here, and then I cheated image. If he wants yeah. to stay, there loyalty is a big thing in the NFL. Check out Deshaun Watson's um, Twitter feed and ask him what he thinks about loyalty. He just tweeted out about it as well. Alex Clancy, Bullbrock, Locked On Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening.